Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, tape live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, where this weekend we'll be doing our live watch along of AEW Double or Nothing uh, the buy-in will feature the Hookhausen match. Mm-hmm. We'll be watching it from the buy-in. The buy-in's probably like an hour, right? I would think so. That's usually would, the case. Which would be around 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern, I yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah. I believe right now there's two matches, according to Wikipedia, at least announced for the buy-in. It's the one you mentioned, and then also uh, Jade versus Anna J. Oh, that's in the buy-in, too? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, it look, it's a lot of fun, man. We always say wrestling is better when you're watching it with friends. Mm-hmm. So, join the friendos. Uh, it's a wildly good time. Uh, we do the channel points betting thing, which is always a lot of fun. And, then of course, Big Red's going to be on the line as well. So, we'll be doing our live uh, 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 predictions points for that as well. But uh, sort of our preliminary predictions video will go up over at Friendo Club TV. Make sure you're subbed over there as well. Um, so check that out. That'll be going up on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow night, we got the Smash Zone oh, yes. at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern here at the Twitch 
Earlier in the day, we're going to be doing, uh, probably around three or so, I think, we're going to be doing the Numbers Don't Lie, which is our uh, exclusive video for patrons, YouTube channel members, and, of course, Twitch subs as well. We're going to be taking a look at the career of Raven and applying the going in raw math Mm -hmm. to him. Uh, So today's episode of Going in Raw, we're going to talk about some NXT 2.0. But first, of course, as I stated, we're on the road coming down to the exit for Double or Nothing there in Vegas and uh, this was the go-home dynamite for Double or Nothing. Of course, on Friday, there's still a live rampage yeah. where there's still some things that are going to shake out. Uh, but first, uh, let's talk about this. Given that after Double or Nothing, looking past that, there is the Forbidden Door. And it seems like we got the first hint of what's going to be happening at Forbidden Door. Larson, mm-hmm. what happened? So at the conclusion of FTR... And Rapongi Vice's Ring of Honor title match. It was conclusion because then the DQ. Um, United Empire. Today. Thank you. Uh, showed up, laid everybody out. Dax went through a table. Trent went through a table. They grabbed those Ring of Honor tag titles, held them high, uh, seemingly indicating they're going after said belts. Therefore, you would think that'd be the first match that that is more or less announced for Forbidden Door. And it brought up an interesting idea. Now, we have talked about the the, 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 the difficulty they might have, Ring of Honor and AEW, navigating the, the politics of doing champ versus champ type matches. Mm-hmm, sure. So I think the idea of, 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 of having some Ring of Honor titles defended there, because their titles kind of, I mean, they're defending on Dynamite, but like the relaunch of Ring of Honor hasn't happened yet. I thought you were going to say their titles kind of don't matter. No, I will say they're kind of titles without a show. That's what I was going to that say. Is, that's yeah, the titles out of home, really. Um, yeah. And so you you can have those titles defended without having to worry so much about the, 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 the politics of Okada going up against whoever's AEW champ walking into to Forbidden right. Door. You know, yeah. so if we have FTR taking on Great Okan and Jeff Cobb, stellar match would be really awesome. Be a really good match. It will be. You have Samoa Joe defend the TV title. He's already, you know, he beat Suzuki for that belt, so it probably won't mm-hmm. be Suzuki. Tomohiro Ishii. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a good matchup of styles. Yeah. Goto. Yeah, yeah. Somebody like that. Yeah. 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 Um, that would be great. So, I mean, if any titles are defended on the show, I would think it would probably be the Ring of Honor titles. There's also, the you know, the thing is like, like you said, ring the Ring of Honor titles don't really have a home. It wouldn't be a terrible idea. Like it wouldn't be out of their own possibility. Like I'm thinking of Wheeler Yuta, for example, right? He's the pure champion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why not have like could you imagine? I mean, Zack Saber Jr. I couldn't think of a guy better for that Ring of Honor pure oh, totally, title. Totally. What if he what if he took on Wheeler Yuta, won it, and that sort of offsets some of the AEW heavy wins we're gonna get? Because Tony Khan is the man, and what he says goes, Larson, as far as the Forbidden Door goes. I expect 50-50 booking <laughs> for this whole show. Um, you bring up the the, the pure title. Wheel of Yuta, of course, is now in Japan wrestling in Best of Super Juniors. Right. It's entirely possible they set up his feud for a Forbidden Door during those shows. That entirely could be, possible. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. For yeah. the pure yeah. title. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, it was it was uh, pretty surprising, but pretty cool to see the uh, mm-hmm. uh, Okan and uh, and Cobb there. 
uh, tonight on Dynamite. Of course, this is Jeff Cobb's second appearance on Indeed. Dynamite. He was uh, Jericho's hired hand like three years ago. Yeah, or take out Mox. Two years yeah. Ago. Yeah, but a uh, lot of things have changed there for Jeff Cobb, a major player there oh, yeah. in New Japan. That'll be really, really good. Be interesting to see Will Ospreay, what he does at Forbidden Door. I know Punk has called well, him Ospreay out. Well, so Ospreay has, has, Ospreay match, has right? like a kidney infection right now. Oh, shit, really? That's taking him out of action. I don't know how long he's going to be out for. I believe it was a kidney infection. Oh, man. Ooh, uh, wow. he had a, I All think right. he was Warrior Wrestling appearance this weekend. He had to cancel. Uh, yeah, I saw that he was being replaced by somebody doing something. Uh, so uh, hopefully he heals up pretty soon because that dude is an awesome wrestler. Yeah, uh, uh, Dynamite, before we get to our recap, it did actually kick off with the cage match. I was happy we didn't have to see Wardlow do a moonsault. <laughs> I, I got a little nervous when he climbed to the top of the cage after uh, he won just because that's, that's right? a pretty tall cage. I know. Pretty tall, uh, pretty high up there. And you know they love they love their shout out they love their references you know so I'm glad the big man didn't do that this is actually a really effectively uh, efficiently booked cage match that featured an awesome like I'm not a huge fan of the uh, of the unprotected chair shots to the head but the chairman lived up to his name the problem is he doled out a chair shot inadvertently to. Uh, MJF laid out him as the ref and Wardlow picked up the win. We both knew that Wardlow was going to win this because this match has to happen. Yeah. Uh, It was really fun to see it. The, you know, Wardlow stood super tall here, but the outcome of this match is not in, in any, I mean, this is going to be a really high confidence point match, right? You don't see Wardlow Wardlow winning. Yeah. You would think so. Cause the alternative is, is what MJF keeps, Wardlow from signing with AEW. That was the stipulation, right? It's like an impossible, yeah, like it's an yeah. impossible thing to get out of for, for Wardlow. It'd be kind of silly if they Yeah, didn't. yeah, it, it would be. You'd think Wardlow would have to win this, yes. And, you know, yeah. the one thing that gives me pause is that so Wardlow didn't get a powerbomb MJF tonight. And they yeah, might right. do a thing where Wardlow powerbombs MJF, and that's kind of his win, but ultimately Ooh. loses the match. Yeah, I'd be surprised maybe. if that happens crowd would dump on that i know dump on it big time i know yeah and uh we got the finals for the uh men's side of the owen tournament as sort of i expected yeah. samoa joe yeah and adam cole are going to be putting on a classic yeah, at double good. or nothing for the owen um i wonder if this is finally going to be where jay lethal satinam singh and sanjay dud all come into play and perhaps cost samoa joe this victory against uh, adam budge um, and then, uh, and then also Britt Baker reaches the finals, which, uh, didn't shock me at all because she's totally winning the entire thing. I don't feel as confident as you are that she's winning the thing. I think Ruby Soho, should she get past Chris Stantler, has a pretty good chance. Now, if Statlander reaches a final, yeah, Britt's winning. Um, you know, the thing about Statlander that I wouldn't count her out for Rampage is for the, because the, the, the semifinal match is going to be yeah, on yeah. Rampage. Um, she has recently gone through a rebrand. Mm-hmm. She is no longer an alien Mm-mm. and she's been featured in a heavy way, which it wouldn't shock me. It would. I I'd be surprised, but not shocked yeah, yeah. if Statlander ended up winning this because we've already kind of seen Ruby versus Brit yeah. um, uh, for the title. Yeah, I think title. right after yeah, Ruby debuted. Yeah, because yeah. she won the, the, the battle royal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah. So, show, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Statlander probably had a title shot. Brit's brain was pretty long. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is a new Statlander. 
And, uh, and yeah, so we'll see on Rampage. Uh, should be a hell of a match regardless. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and on top of that, Ruby had already beat Statlander anyways. I think maybe, maybe Statlander will pick up that win. But, but we'll as Ruby said, this is a new Statlander. A new it is a Statlander. new Statlander. So There's wins, a new like Statlander. beating a whole new opponent. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There you go. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to look at it, isn't it? Uh, I know it is. So let's get into it. Kicked off with, as you mentioned, cage match, Sean Spears versus Warlow. MJF came out dressed uh, a la Shawn Michaels, what, in 2000? What year did he come back? What did he was the special guest ref on SmackDown? That 99? God, wasn't it Wasn't it the debut episode of SmackDown? Maybe it was. Yeah, it was. Would have been 99 then, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Triple H was champion, yeah. Yeah, he, you know, um, he had, the, he had the, 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 the tight shorts on. Well, it's kind of interesting because there was another – when I, I did so, – I did, you know, a little picture research here, and I was like, oh, wait, this is weird. So, like, yes, the shorts were literally a replica. Number yeah. one. Is it just me, or is MJF getting jacked these days? He's doing a lot of squats because his quads are enormous. Bro, his arms are huge. He was never this big before. And I don't know, maybe maybe Wardlow's giving him some tips or something because he is getting jacked, like yeah. the legs and yeah. the arms. I didn't really notice the quads. The quads were unreal. Yeah. But like the freaking like he was a he was not the most Jack dude in the world. Yeah. Uh, just recently, and he's man, he must he must be on uh, I don't know some uh, Nugenics or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but it's working. Uh, so yeah, he had he had a, a homage HPK. So HPK when he was a ref, he didn't have the ref stripes back no. in '99. No, but he apparently had, he had the Shawn Michaels Wrestling Academy shirt on. He did, but there was a time that preceded that, evidently, that he guest refed, and mm-hmm. I'm not even sure of the match. It looked like maybe it was, I don't know, Vader or something. I don't know. I think it was he, I think it was Brett and Undertaker. Okay. But he did have he did have the same little shorts and he had the, the sleeveless ref yep, outfit. He did. Yeah, the he stripes. Did. Yeah. Um, so anyways, good shout out there from from MJF, of course. Indeed. Referencing uh, uh, Shawn Michaels, the guy that's currently heading up NXT, mm-hmm. another WWE reference for MJF because he's out the door. And uh, 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 and the instead of just having normal referee stripes, he had the same pattern that was on his scarf the as the stripes. Yeah, the Burberry thing. Burberry, yeah. yes, that's right. Yeah. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect 
instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, I saw on, on one of the, oh, what was it, the Ball is Life Twitter account, there was a team playing like, I don't know, it was like some sort of, I don't know, uh, uh, AAU ball or something like that. And they had Burberry basketball jerseys. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty great. Uh, anyways, wow. this is a lot of fun. Uh, MJF couldn't find the keys to the handcuffs to kick things off. So, of course, Spears attacks. MJF helps them out a little bit. MJF calls for the bell. Uh, and of course, you know, they're just, they're just laying in on Wardlow pretty hardcore. Um, it's pretty much, uh, it's pretty much two on one match. It it is exactly. So MJF, he's, you know, he's obviously hemming and hawing over, uh, uh, opening these, uh, handcuffs, unlocking them. So, uh, uh, Wardlow gets pissed off. He just ends up breaking these cuffs and, uh, starts wrecking Sean Spears, Eventually, the uh, the other two get the upper hand, and MJF has Wardlow up for a chair shot from the chairman. So the chairman loads up his chair, goes in, Wardlow gets out of the way, and bang, hits MJF. And I like this because they did this great sort of very memeable, gifable shot where Sean Spears is like, holy uh, shit, what did know, I just do? You know, we give, we give AEW some crap for their TV direction because sometimes they miss moments. Mm-hmm, they did mm-hmm. a good job in this match, and then later on, uh, uh, they did a good job in another match. When we'll get to it, I'll remember what it is. But they actually did a really good job of making sure they get the story beats and photograph them uh, how they should, because there was that, and then you have the shot of, of Spears reacting, and then you have Wardlow coming up behind him. Yeah, really well yeah. done. And I like that. Uh, I, I I'm not I'm I didn't notice this notice this myself put put it together myself but on twitter i saw somebody mention because i i heard excalibur say like a leviathan rising yeah and then wardlow recently has mentioned how he batista. believes his career sort of has paralleled batista's batista. aka formerly known as the leviathan and, o, and, o, and ovw yeah 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 yep uh so anyways uh wardlow just starts powerbombing the living shit out of sean spears uh and then we get uh, bryce remsburg the ref comes running down because mjf is out from that chair shot, he gets in there. So we have a fresh, unbiased ref. Wardlow gives one final power bomb on the Spears onto the chair Ooh. and uh, just steps on him for the win uh, to get the pin there. And then Wardlow uh, goes to pick up MJF for a power bomb, but then like 20 security guys hit the ring and he fights them all off. Power bombs one of the guards <laughs> into the cage and he disappears straight into the abyss uh, between the cage and the mat. That was good stuff. Uh, and then, yep. yeah, MJF is able to escape. Wardlow climbs to the top of the cage to celebrate. Yep. Uh, we get a quick bit backstage where uh, Daniel Garcia is talking about how this weekend they're going to show Eddie and everybody else how violent sports entertainment can be. And then they walk up to, you know, a production worker. Yeah. There uh, at, at Dynamite. And he's wearing a mock shirt. 
Yeah. And they kind of um, bully him a little bit, and then Jericho throws a fireball in his face because why? He's a wizard. He's a wizard, as he likes to say. Uh, then we get CM Punk, Hangman Page, face-to-face. Page, wilting under the pressure of being champion. This is really getting to him. Really getting to him. So Punk comes out first, Page a second. Crowd at first, seemingly 100% behind CM Punk. Once he starts talking, there's a little bit, there's some booze there. There's a little bit of booze for Punk. A lot of CM Punk chants. Nonetheless, he, he starts. He says, you know, it's safe to say the biggest moment of my career happened in Vegas. That's where he did the pipe bomb. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm grateful to be in the position I'm in. I love the fans all over the world. I plan on walking in, double nothing as challenger. I plan on walking out champ. Page is next. And Page is like, you know, I said what I was going to do to you, Punk. Am I stuttering? There's nothing you can do that could cause me to lose my title. And then Punk's like, I don't know why you're taking this personally. You're the champ for a reason. You're possibly the toughest SOB on the roster, and you hold the gold for a reason. There's a line of guys back there that wants to shot the title. It's just business to me. It's not personal. And Punk, uh, Paige says, again, three weeks ago, I told you I was going to destroy you, embarrass you. And I didn't mean that it's going to happen double or nothing. That's going to happen right now tonight. So I've been waiting for this moment for months. I imagine myself sitting at the top of the ramp and rolling out a pipe bomb on my own down to your feet, have a blow up in your face. But now that we're here at this moment, I realize that I can't do it. It's not because I'm afraid I'll get fired or I'm afraid of you, but the more I thought uh, about it, it, it would be doing exactly what you would do. Uh, you said to fight you with pettiness is not the way I would do it. I don't hate you. I almost pity you. And I have no respect for you or what you've done since you've gotten here. He says, I don't think you understand what it means to be a champion around here. You know, sure, you got to have the matches, but once that red light goes off and you go backstage, it's the small, quiet moments that really make you a champ. He says, Punk, you keep talking about workers' rights, and you've shown the opposite since you've gotten here. I love this place. I've been here since the beginning, and I won't be defending the title against you this Sunday. Sunday, I'll be defending AEW from you. Yeah. And so Paige hands the mic back to Tony. And Punk says, I don't know why you're so angry, why you're taking this personally. It just makes me a bit confused. You're talking in circles, but you're so upset that I'm here that you'll have to do something about it on Sunday. He says, again, I respect you. Remember the roads you you, uh, travel on were paved by me. This house that was built was constructed by wood that I chopped down. He says, I gave AEW the blueprint to be created. He says, you're going to shake my hand someday. In fact, you're going to do it right now. So he offers his hand. He sticks it out. He says to Paige, all this misplaced anger, you're not mad at me. You're mad at yourself. And Punk, again, tells Paige, shake my hand. and kind of shoves him in the chest a little bit. And then Paige punches him. Uh, Punk hits the mat, smiles, and then Paige just leaves in a huff. He's, yeah. he, Paige can't handle this pressure. He's falling yeah, apart. He's, yeah, he's, he's a mess. He's absolutely yeah. falling apart. Yeah, this, was, this is a bit on the meandering side, to be honest. I'm not sure really what to make of this. Um, I mean, I, I get the point. Hangman's like, like you said, he's wilting. He's uh, he's sort of crumbling under the pressure of being champ, which I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Kind of wish they'd have just done a thing where they have like a picture of Hangman ten years ago at a meet and greet with CM. Punk. Oh, the same thing they did with them, huh? <laughs> just do the same thing over. And I mean, over. everybody they, has a picture with them. The, I'm jo- I'm joking about yeah, that. Yeah, but, but I, this was not the most effective. Promo I think in the you, world, I think your honest. your larger point is that you wish it was made a bit more personal. And there's some kind of abstract ideas that they kind of had alluded to. It's been very subtextual. That being, Page. I mean, he says it here. 
Paige defending AEW from Punk. You know, the WB guy's coming in. You know, and he's already beat Danielson. He's already beat Cole. I would say Danielson's more of a WB guy than Cole was, even though Cole was in NXT for a number of years. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I No, the point with Cole is absolutely because he came in the same time as, as Danielson. Exactly, and, and, exactly. And, and basically Punk. And I get that. No, I think I think it's fine. When we've seen that theme explored already, mm-hmm. and this is just on a larger stage, it's just, man, Hangman took this turn really sharply, and uh, it sort of came out of nowhere, and I wonder if it was to sort of combat the fact that Punk is the most over guy in the company, and it used to be Hangman. And I think there might be something more effective there with that idea than what we've gotten you know, anyways. But I, at the same time, though, the way they probably knowing that, and that probably really, it probably hurts Paige even more. He's been there since day one. You know, the very first press conference, he says, I want this title. It takes him three years to get it. Now that he's champion, he's at the top of the mountain. Uh, he was the most beloved wrestler in the entire company. And then here comes Phil and, and takes that title. Well, he'll be damned if he takes his, his actual AEW championship, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think the fact that we're kind of debating it right now indicates to me that they probably could have done this a bit more effectively. But the match itself is going to be pretty good. Oh, it'll be really good. Because I just think that there's not like if you look, I mean, honestly, just just look at how much heat the MJF punk stuff brought and how clear that was, how absolutely clear it was. I don't literally mean I want a picture of Hangman with a meat. Yeah, I know. Yeah, joke. There was there was. The, yeah, I know what you mean. But Paige's story has always been about subtlety and nuance, you know, and this just feels like an extension for me, at least an extension of that. Yeah. Um, after that, we had a TBS title match video package. We had uh, after that. Mox and Eddie Kingston versus Private Party. Appreciate. Uh, I know I did notice this like I don't know two weeks ago whenever he debuted it, but the dyed beard on uh, oh, Mark Quinn. It's amazing. It's, it's just great. It's, it's so it's amazing. Just, all of a sudden, he looks like he's in his fifties. Oh, it is so um, awesome. It is so awesome. <laughs> it's it's pretty darn funny. We had Regal and Jericho on commentary here. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, Jericho. So of course, Jericho appreciates they all come out. So Jericho will be on, on commentary. They're all, <laughs> all just in a line next to him at commentary. But before that, when they come out, like, you know, his, his music plays and, uh, and he's like, I just cut the music. You guys don't, don't, don't deserve to hear my music. You know, they got the wizard in front of his name. Now I, I love this version of Jericho, man. Number one, he looks amazing. He looks absolutely phenomenal. He had like cheap. some, some Steven Tyler circa like 1979 pants yeah. on. What were those? Those were amazing. Um, so uh, they showed video of Danielson's leg getting trapped between the ramp and the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so uh, of course, you know this is a this is a Mox and Eddie Kingston. They're not going to lose to Private Party, um, and uh, and we got that. We got a paradigm shift here to get the win for their team. Uh, Eddie hit the back fist on Quinn. Mox hit a bunch of elbows on Cassidy, and then he hit that paradigm shift. Then Jericho Appreciation Society charged to the ring. A huge brawl breaks out. Santana Ortiz run out to join the fight. Danielson hobbles down two, and the refs come out to break it up. I mean, I don't know. Is is that leg spot? Was that like a whole deal to help, like, I don't know, give the idea that Jericho Appreciation Society has a shot? Yeah. Because no. this is a wildly lopsided match that's about to take place. Here. Yeah, I know. It feels that way. I know. I know. And, and, and I would not be surprised if they kind of set up, okay, we need an injury angle going into this match. What can we do? And they're all around their ringside. 
and, and Brian Danielson walks at the stage and has that kind of smirk smile he gets when he knows he's got something good. Mm-hmm, and yeah. says, what if I get my leg stuck in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he probably, he probably says stuck. it kind of because he thinks it's a good idea, but also because he thinks it's kind of funny. This is probably, yeah. If yeah, you watch I him would... on Total Bellas, mm-hmm. you know, that totally fits seemingly based on what we saw on that show, his personality. Yeah, yeah. No, the, I'm still I'm still not sure if the whole um, uh, <laughs> the the way he was he was like yeah no the Brock Lesnar match I was gonna move around yeah exactly like what I'm talking chim- about like a chimpanzee because and it's like are you being serious or not because it could be either way exactly what I'm talking about because he said it with seriousness but at the same time he had that half smirk smile on yeah yeah he, he thinks it's a good idea but also kind of funny. And he starts moving around like it too. I know no, that was that was a that was a terrific. That was fantastic. That, thank you for bringing that up because that's exactly what I was referencing. So after that, we had an Owen Hart tournament video package followed by Rapongi. Rapongi, I didn't have any chips before we started. Eating chips every I'll, night. I'll be honest, I'm out of the chips I actually really like. There is there is a there is some good uh, good theme songs here in AEW these days, man. FTR. Oh, I mean, notch. it's it's just a ripoff of Giorgio Moroder, but, but still, still, it's still that's S tier, man. I'll, oh, S tier. <laughs> yes, it is S tier. What do you think I was going to say? <laughs> I don't know, but I didn't expect you to bust out tier list vernacular. That was good. S tier. I know my tears. <laughs> um. So, anyways, uh, yeah, Rapongi Vice versus FTR. Uh, what is this? Uh, yeah, this is where Empire, uh, the today? Empire Today comes out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, Trent and Rocky hit strong zero. Uh, Cash breaks up the pin, and that's when Great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb storm the ring. They take out everybody. Uh, ref calls off the match. Uh, down the floor, Jeff Cobb doctor bombs Dax to the announce table, and then uh, Great O'Con sets the table up ringside. Iron claws Trent through it. And then Oof, Jeff that Cobb, was gnarly. That was. And then Jeff Cobb. Uh, gets those Ring of Honor tag tiles, brings them in the ring. He and Great Khan hold them up. Mm, yep. That'll be a fun match. This Hardy's promo was hilarious. Uh, so, uh, oh, it, it, Matt, it didn't get any better with Jeff doing a goat impression. I did not expect that at all. That was hilarious. Um, so Matt starts off saying, you know, there's a lot of similarities with the Young Bucks. He says, but we broke into the industry in the early 90s. It was a much different culture. He says the Bucks couldn't have survived that. Not only did they survive, they became innovators. Or not, not, only we not, not only did we survive, we became innovators. Yeah. Uh, he says, we're going to prove why uh, we are the GOAT tag team. And Jim Hardy goes, ah, it's a GOAT, right? He says, it's a GOAT, right? He says, we're not in our prime, man. We're in our overprime. Pressure's on us to win. It's a new beginning. AEW's a new clean slate for me. But approaching That's the end. <laughs> yeah, but approaching the end, this guy is all about the circular logic. It's great. He's abstract and he's obtuse. Yes. He says, this is our last run to add. He says, getting the AEW tag titles will be the last ones to add to our collection of gold. Yeah. To, to add to our status as legends. And then Matt says, the Bucks have never been better than us and they're uh, and we're better than them now. He says, the Bucks may be elites, but we are the delete. And he's got a t-shirt that mimics the elite logo that says. The delete. Yeah. The delete. Yeah. The delete. Uh, next, we got Ricky Starks versus Swerve Strickland versus Jungle Boy. This is a hell of a match. Oh, boy. This is a match right here, man. This hell is a match. good match. Holy Maybe my moly. favorite part oh my is God. Ricky Starks, gosh, what did he do? He did a move where he hit the he hit his rear end on the apron. Mm-hmm. Did you hear him say, mm-hmm. ow, my ass? <laughs> he is an absolute joy and a he treasure. He really is. Ricky Starks he is absolutely great. is. I, uh, it was great because you know how squeamish I am when any pro wrestling move happens. 
that bit where Jungle Boy tries to hit that poison rod oh, on man. Swerve, and Swerve just sticks the landing. I was like, <laughs> I turned away, and they said, oh, he landed on his feet. I was like, oh, man, I missed that. <laughs> really? Like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, the finish saw... Uh, oh, the finish was great. So a uh, bunch of stuff here. Yeah, a bunch of stuff is happening. I do the my little mark here. Uh, Starks is looking for his finish on Swerve. Swerve blocks that. He's looking for what looks like a JLM driver. Uh, Starks escapes that. He pokes Swerve in the eye, hits his finish. The Jungle Boy puts the snare trap on on Starks. So Starks crawl, crawls, gets to the bottom rope. Jungle Boy pulls him back in the middle of the ring, puts the snare trap on again. Swerve breaks it up with house call. Because at that Starks is basically passed out at that point. Yeah, the ref is about to call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Starks, uh, he hit Starks with a top rope double stomp to get the win. Hobbs right. comes to the ring. He lays out Swerve with the clothesline. He starts destroying Jungle Boy. That brings Luchasaurus out. He tries to choke slam Hobbs. Hobbs just powers right out of that. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee comes down. Brawl breaks out. Eventually, Keith Lee clears the ring and then hits Hobbs and Luchasaurus with the plancha. So not only did Swerve win the match, Keith Lee stood tall. It's not looking good for... Keith Lee and Swerve winning those tag titles on Sunday. I don't think it looks good for anybody besides Luchasaurus and, and Jungle Boy, I'll be honest with you. Yep, and I kind of feel like, would it shock you if the Hardys were the ones to take those titles off of, given that they're aligned with Christian, their old, uh, their old running buddy, mm-hmm. their old rival? It I mean, wouldn't FTR, shock me if it was the Hardys, man. FTR is, is still the top-rated tag team mm-hmm. in the, in the yeah. latest rankings. So they're going to yeah. get a shot. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if FTR... Ooh, could you imagine FTR Hardy's feud after that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, after that, we had a Men of the Year and Lambert promo. This was confusing. Although, I love the idea that like every champion gets his own version of the TNT yeah, title. I, like I think that's a really cool thing. So, Lambert had said he had ordered Sky a new custom-made TNT title in his image. He's on Friday uh, on Rampage. They're going to debut that. Um, I mean, they have one. They have a spare. That's the it's, trophy that, case. That, that's why it's fun. That's why this is hilarious because they literally have a spare. The one time in the story where they destroy a title, they just order a new title. That's in the trophy case. It's locked. Can't get into it. Yeah, but okay. If that's the logic, then wouldn't they can't get to it? <laughs> it's locked. You you win. It's locked. <laughs> it's can't locked. Get there. You can't get to it. Locked. How did they put it in there in the first place, Ed? They had to unlock it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Next up, we had a Thunder Rosa interview where they tried to play her off with her music. 
Yeah. Oh, man. She said, so she comes out, she's like hiding half her face because uh, she usually has paint on it. And uh, she's like, look at my face, Tony. She's like, I got no face paint. <laughs> she said, this is the real me. She said, this is the face of someone who's grateful to be champ. Face of someone who's never complained. She says, Serena's not a champion. She complained. She's a little petty about uh, about this and that. She points fingers. She says, maybe she should look in the mirror and blame herself. On Sunday, Serena isn't going to see this face. On Sunday, the war paint's going to go on. On Sunday, la meta meta will teach her a lesson in respect for disrespecting Tony, Dustin, and myself. She says, be ready, because you're going to... Why are you playing my music? I'm not done yet. Stop playing my music. I'm not going anywhere. So I'm going to defeat you and haunt you forever. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, y'all got to get your cues a little bit better. I know. A little bit tighter on the cues there. Uh, then we had a Red Velvet interview, and she's talking about how she was supposed to move on and face Ruby. And Ruby's like, oh, I heard my name. And she steps in and says, hey, what's up? And Red Velvet goes, hands her a full scouting report on Chris Stantlander. It's like yeah, a notebook. Yeah, what was that? Yeah. So she's got a bad shoulder. She's got a bad knee. Here, you might need this. So she hands mm-hmm. this to Ruby and walks out. And Ruby says, you know, last time I faced Chris, I barely won. But I'm facing a whole new Chris Statlander this Friday, so this this doesn't matter. But maybe I'll keep some of this in mind. Ooh. And she throws the scouting report, uh, scouting report away. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Britt Baker versus Tony Storm. This is a fun match. I kind of feel like the ending was a little bit on the botchy side. Not botchy side, but I think it just didn't go as planned. Because I think Jamie Hayter was supposed to grab uh, yeah. Britt's, Britt's hand yeah. hand to help with the leverage, and it didn't quite work out. Britt was able to get the rope, uh, and the ref didn't see. But this was a really fun match. I really like this. This is good stuff. Yeah, um, I was kind of hoping Tony would win. No disrespect to Britt. I think she's great. She had a long title run. I just yeah. want some more people right. involved in the in the top of the, of the women's division. Yeah, not going to happen. Sorry. <laughs> I'm afraid I got some bad news. She's going to win the Owen tournament, man, because she needs that win, Larson. She needs that win. She had that belt for, like, what, eight months? I know, and now she doesn't have a title? She needs something. Oh, gosh. Hey, man, Jade needs to take that title off of Thunder Rosa. It's going to happen at some point. She's going to have both belts. I hope so. I've been saying that for months. Ever since Jade won the TBS title, saying she's having both those belts. I know you've been saying I've been saying that for a while. You're stealing my idea. Anyways, Britt moves on to the finals of the Owen, Owen tournament. Uh, then we have our our, our uh, men's Owens tournament semifinal. Kyle O'Reilly, Samoa Joe. These two guys beat the shit out of each other. Oh, man. Uh, this I, was rough. I love that Samoa Joe, since he's come to AEW after leaving NXT slash WB, has upped the violence level of his matches at least a good 25 to 33 and one-third percent. Oh, that's the joy of AEW. You can do that. You can do what um, you want to do. You can do what you want to do, man. We muscle busters all the time. Oh, hell yeah. it's, Love it. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, he uh he makes uh Kyle O'Reilly pass out. He doesn't he doesn't take the uh, the wimps away out and taps out. Now he passes, passes. out. I, the the finish of this was really good because Kyle is working over Joe's arm, the one that uh uh uh, uh Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt were going after. Mm-hmm. And and so Joe catches him with the clutch from behind after he kicks out of a roll up. And Kyle's trying to work that bad arm to get out of the the hold, but Joe just sinks it in a little bit tighter, and Kyle just can't do anything about it. Joe finally gets the other arm involved, and, and yeah, he passes out. That was good. Yeah, it was good stuff. So afterwards, uh, Adam Cole, Adam Budge comes to the stage, does an Adam Cole baby. So yeah, that should be that should be a killer match. An yeah, absolute it should be killer match. Adam Cole's winning that one though. 
yes, he totally is. It's gonna be it's gonna be the Cole household, man. I'm telling you, I don't know. Yeah, dude, I don't know. Um, Britt really needs that win. So debatable, debatable. Before before we answer some questions, mm-hmm. we had an NXT 2.0 last night. And uh, we're on the road to wait. Do they even have a thing coming up? No. Yeah, they have in your house. June. Oh, in your house. That's right. Yeah, fourth? that's where that big Braun Breaker match June is going to happen. Fourth, I think. Oh gosh. What? No, that's this whole Braun Joe Gacy storyline. Not into it. Oh, it's terrible. It's awful. So okay, in the pre-show at the beginning of this show, he said uh, we're going to speed run this NXT preview. So how are we or a review? How are we going to do that? All right. So kicked off Tony D'Angelo <laughs> promo. He has issues with Legato. There's still. no no big picture stuff. Is there any big picture stuff? What, what was your big speed. takeaway? Uh, this Braun. Hey, Roxanne J- Perez beat Lash Legend. Yeah, she's going to win this tournament now that Nikita Lyons is injured. Roxanne yeah. Perez is winning. Yeah. Uh, oh, you don't think they're going to do Tiffany Stratton? I think they're really high on Tiffany. No, I, 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 understandably, because she's really improved. She's gotten really good in the span of what? In a very short period of time, she's debuted. She has upped her sports entertainment value significantly. I think yeah. you're right. I think it's still going to be Roxanne Perez. I think but, so uh, too. I think so too. Tiffany Stratton. She's she's getting really good though. I did like this new uh, uh, friendship forming between Sangha and Wesley. I think that's great. <gasps> Me too. I think Sangha's awesome. my favorite thing in NXT right now, man. Oh, See, he's terrific. I, I appreciate this one thing I appreciate NXT this week. They still have some bits where they're still kind of throwing crap against the wall. Mm-hmm. But I think now they're discovering who these characters are. And now mm-hmm, we're seeing yeah. relationships forged between characters. Yeah. And yeah, there's still a lot of gimmicky characters. But the interpersonal dynamics kind of make it interesting. So it's not just, mm-hmm. oh, huge over the top gimmicky character. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we got we got Briggs and Jensen and and Fallon. Their dynamic is interesting. It is. You no, know, it's it's it feels. I don't necessarily want to say genuine because it's all obvious they're still acting. Yeah, but yeah. they have good chemistry. It, it's it's it's. I mean, it's obvious that Shawn Michaels is involved in both this and NXT UK because that's what NXT UK excels yeah, at true, is yeah, interpersonal yeah. dynamics and people's relationships and exploring true. those relationships. Yeah, that's what NXT yeah. UK does better than probably. Probably anybody. Mm-hmm. When yeah, AEW no, is hitting on all cylinders, they do it really well too. Mm-hmm. Some of their yeah. best stories are involved about people's relationships. Anyways, mm-hmm. yeah. you can see Shawn Michaels' fingerprints on both those shows, UK and this, based on that. If that's his thing, mm-hmm. um, you know. I, so there, there's your overarching thing, Steve. Oh, good. That was good. That was really good. See? Good. All right. She Anyways. kicked off Tony D'Angelo promo. He still has beef with Legato. And uh, he says uh, what stacks and two dimes are going to do to uh, Idris and Nofe and Malik Blade is a taste of what Legato has coming next. This bummed me the fuck out. You know why? Because, number one, Idris and Nofe and Malik Blade are terrific talents. Yes, they are. They should not be taking these losses to these, like, fresh out of developmental guys. And on top of that, you have a way out. Legato showed up during this match. Why wouldn't they have cost them the match? It doesn't really do much at all to... No. Stacks and two dimes. No. And you get another one of those wins for Idris and Malik that they're known for, the sort of fluke wins where they, they were going to lose and then they pull out the win because of forces beyond their control. Yeah. Lost opportunity there, I man. Know. I really like an fan played. Me too. Me too. You know, they got tons of personality. And Idris Nofe has fun in the, in the Idris ring. Idris Nofe has the best cape in all of wrestling. It's got the best cape in all it of wrestling. Is awesome. Absolutely. And again, and their dynamic is really fun. 
What was that sweater vest that Malik Blade wore oh, that to the was ring? Amazing. That was amazing. What was that? That was hilarious. I loved it. So, anyways, uh, stacks and two dimes get the win here. Uh, Tony yeah, their, tells their finisher is a little left a little bit to be desired. They hit stereo forearms and stereo running boots. It was dumb. That's dumb. Yeah, little yeah, a lot to be desired. Uh, so Tony tells Legato, "Get in the ring." They do. Big brawl breaks out. Refs and producers break it up. Afterwards, we get a West Lee interview. He's still he's still feeling the sting of Sanga's comments. He says, "But I stand by my challenge." He says, "You know, Mackenzie's like, you know, Wes, I don't really feel like Sanga meant any disrespect." He's like, "Oh, maybe not to you." He says, "But this is something I got to do." It's like this dude knows he just he already he already dug his hole. He already made his bed. Yep. Now he's got to. He's got to. Uh, what's he got to do? Dig his way out of it. No, sleep in it. I said he made his bed. <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard hole. Yeah, I know. But then I said the bed thing. Oh, I love the didn't metaphor hear that. tag team, man. The metaphor. Well, tag I got team. the first part of it right. Yeah. Well. Anyways, we got some work to do, man. We're like uh, uh, Idris and Malik now. I guess so. Anyways, uh, so yeah, he's like, I gotta face guys like Sanga to prove that I can. Uh, do that. Afterwards, we had Sanga versus Wesley. Oh, Sanga, Sanga murdered Sanga him. beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he really, really beat the shit Just out of him. beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, afterwards, this dude all about running it straight. Zion Quinn shows up. I have no idea what he's, that means. He's about to lay into Wesley. He's about to find out what running it straight means Wesley is. And he gets in there, but that Sanga says, not going to happen. You're going to run straight out of here. And he uh, he runs Zion Quinn. I mean, he actually takes him off and throws him, and then uh, and then he picks up Wesley's like, "Hey, brother." Yeah, he basically puts his arm around him. I know it was so sweet. It was so nice. I want Song to put his arm around me. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, dude. And you know what? He runs it straight. Uh, then we had a. I don't know what that means. Then we had means. a Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade backstage. Cora's like, "One win away from the finals. You got this. Are you ready?" And Perez says, oh, no, Lash is twice my size. It's going to be tough. And then Cora tells a story about facing Jenna Waters in a match and about all the obstacles they had overcome to win that. And this was long and wordy. Was it was long much. and wordy. And then Cora says, you know, hey, no one likes being talked to, you know, uh, t- t- trash talk, talk towards them. And then even when Electra Lopez does it, Says, I want to watch her match from the crowd tonight. We are doing a piss poor job of speedrunning this, Larson. I'm sorry. I'm trying my best. All <laughs> Don't right, apologize. I'm saying we, man. It's you and me. After that, Braun storms into the locker room. He sees a pull. <laughs> he sees a Polaroid of his dad and uh, and himself as kids and like his two brothers or whatever. And he's like, Oh, this is from 20 years ago. Uh, after, although now that I. Like we didn't really use Polaroids back in two thousand and two. That looks like something from the seventies because it had like the, <laughs> the kind of washed out color. It looked yeah, much older right. than twenty years ago. We're like forty. Try forty. It, it really did. Like you know, I'm sorry, but the eighties were that long ago. I know. Uh, after that, we had Electra Lopez versus Alba Fire. Alba Fire's got a terrific entrance, man. It's super cool. It is pretty uh, cool. Anyways, uh, she wins. Uh, what's her face? Alba Fire gets the win here with a Swanton. Uh, and then on the way out, because Cora Jade was ringside with some uh, wonderful-looking popcorn, Lopez gets mad, smacks the popcorn out of her hand. I wonder if she ever asked for That's a setup for a match there. Yeah, you know, again. Hey. So like NXT UK. Where's my popcorn? Psh, 
Yeah, that that's totally NXT UK right there. It's old, but it's a, it's a pint. Exactly, exactly. Then uh, we're in the uh, Diamond Mind gym. Damon Kemp's on the phone. Uh, and uh, Creed's walk in, and Kemp says, yeah, Roddy's not going to make it tonight. He's hurt, twisted his ankle. And Creed's like, how did that happen? Why didn't you tell well, him? Well, <laughs> his response is, well, WWE wouldn't grant his release, so he's injured now. Yeah, I guess so. So yeah. uh, uh, Julius, with some terrible medical advice, says, this is Diamond. You tape it up and you perform. <laughs> Don't listen to Kemp. Julius Creed uh, for your medical advice. Yeah, it's probably not. Yeah, this isn't the 1970s, man. No. Hey, although, if you're a Braun Breaker, evidently 20 years it was. Uh, so, Kemp says, uh, uh, what, I'm not there to get in the way. I'm here to earn my spot and follow orders. And then he leaves because he's like, our boss isn't even here now. And then Brutus says, pretty deadly, always gets lucky. And Julia says, well, in your house, their luck is going to run out. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had a brief Fallon Henley interview where she's told that Nikita Lyons has to withdraw from the tournament. So Fallon gets a bye. And, uh, of course, the dudes are there with her. Fallon says, man, I was looking forward to losing to Lions. And then Briggs says, you know what? We understand that injuries happen. It was a freak accident during training. And then Tiffany Stratton steps in and says, you're going to fight me. So that match happens a little bit later. Yep. Uh, but first we get Roxanne Perez versus Lash Legend. Uh, Roxanne gets the win, countering a powerbomb with Pop Rocks to get the yep. W. She yep. moves on to the finals of the Breakout Star Tournament. Next, we get a Toxic Attraction promo. Uh, Mandy, this promoter says, Indy, calling me out is the worst decision you ever made. And then Toxic Attraction is jumped by uh, Katana Chance, Katana Chance and Caden Carter. Refs the producers in to break it up. Yeah, and Mandy just bolts. And she's like, ugh. Uh, after that, we had a Braun Breaker interview. Yeah, says, Casey's trying to find a way to make me snap. Highlight of bronze high school. Fo- oh yeah, and then there's like a TV next to them. And oh, then hold all on, of a sudden- did you, you skipped over Indy Hartwell versus Mandy Rose? Did you? Did you not? <gasps> I did. Yeah, Man- uh, Mandy, Mandy won, won this with Mandy a knee. Won with the knee. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, and then Gigi and JC they were coming out. They came out during the match, and then uh, uh, Katana, Katana Chance, Katana Chance, and Kane Carter brawled them. And then Wendy Chu blasted Mandy from behind with a a, a, ba- a ball bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which I don't know yeah. how it really hurt because it was like, it like, well that no, it's just the continuing thing of people selling that shit like yeah, they, like, she, the water guns, yeah, and the water stuff gun like thing. That. I understand that, but it's just yeah, like, it was the huge playground, you know, bouncy balls. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So the Nikita Lions thing. That's uh, is that real? People yeah, are so saying apparently she has an MCL injury. Oh no, she's terrific. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Is there is there truth to the Roderick Strong stuff? Do we know? I that? don't know anything about that. Yeah, man, he got to suffer from a case of uh, denial of release. Uh, so Braun Breaker's like, yeah, trying to find a way to make me snap. And then uh, all of a sudden, some game footage of him in high school at a football game pops up on a monitor right next to him. And he's like, oh, I remember this game. My dad couldn't make it because he was in Japan wrecking the Legion of Doom. Didn't actually say that. This was probably point. like seven years ago or something like that. Rick was already <laughs> retired. That dude was already in the real estate. Yeah, their their twisted version of space time is, is time's a flat you know, circle. I guess it is, man. Uh, then we got yes a pretty, boy, pretty deadly promo. A lot of yes boys. Uh, they say you know, hey, things aren't going very well over there for Diamond Mine. Creeds are going to lose to them and in your house. Yes boy, yes boy. Uh, after that, we had Tiffany Stratton versus Fallon Henley. Uh, once again, yeah, like we said, Stratton's pretty good here. She ends up getting that v- twisting Vader bomb, which is, 
I love to watch that. That's a great looking move. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Waller comes out to the ring to celebrate with Stratton. Mm-hmm. They're a fun. They're a fun couple right there. Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had a Caden and Katana Chance interview, and uh, they said, you know, uh, we told everybody to stop mistaking our kindness for weakness. Toxic found out. Anyways, they they're gonna they say they're gonna win all the tag titles. Yeah, they they would challenge them for a tag title match. Wendy Chu steps in. It's like I, I'm gonna face Mandy in your house too. We're gonna, like I want to be there. They're gonna lose all their titles. Yeah, none of that's gonna happen. By the mm-hmm. way, uh, after that we had an awesome show stealing Von Wagner video package, and then a Thea Hale video package uh, where she talks about she's like you know a lot of my friends are gonna be doctors and teachers and that's great. But I'm going to be a real star, WWE superstar. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Anyways, after that, she's like, yeah, she's like 18 years old. My God. Yeesh. Apparently, she's had some matches on Level Up. Yeah. That's what, I don't know if she's had one this week, but Enforcer will tell you in a little bit. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, then we get Braun on the phone. Duke Hudson steps in. And like he comes in and is like very gentlemanly. He's like, hey, I didn't do any of this stuff tonight. It's all Gacy. But I just want to let you know I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And uh, Braun's like, all right, I'll see you out there. And then Duke just takes a sharp uh, turn and says, <laughs> you know, I don't really care if you got daddy issues. <laughs> and Braun grabs him and slams against the locker. And Duke just goes, yeah, Joe Gacy is right about you. <laughs> Who'd have thought Duke Hudson playing mind games of all people? Oh, I know. Uh, after that, we had Von Wagner versus Iki Minjuro. Uh, Vaughn wins with his finisher. He's about to throw Jiro into the crowd again. Briggs comes out to make the save, and Vaughn's about to go back. And then that one, what's her name? I forget. Sophia her name. Cromwell. Sophia Cromwell. Yeah, sounds like a Sherlock Holmes character. Mm-hmm. Stops him from getting in the ring. Yep. Uh, after that, we had a Tony D'Angelo interview. He says, This thing needs to end with Legato. He says, I'd in your house. I'm demanding one last business meeting, but this time uh, I'm coming to Legato. I got someone in my back pocket, and if I have to, I'm going to give him an offer he can't refuse. I wonder who that is. I don't know. I wonder I if know. it's this Giovanni Vinci person. Oh, maybe that we'll, we'll learn more about uh, this individual later. First, Robert Stone, he's backstage. He's like lecture, lecturing Vaughn. Yeah. He says, you've pissed off a lot of people. Uh, you need to have eyes in the back of your head. And then Sophia just goes, stop. If you want to get noticed in NXT, you got to ruffle feathers. And that's exactly what Vaughn is doing. He can handle anything that comes his way. And she leaves and he just goes, yeah, I can. <laughs> He's the worst. Uh, after that, we had a toxic. Good Lord, there's a lot of promos here. Toxic attraction promo. They were like, Stephen Larson, think they're going to speed run this episode? It's fiction. Yeah, nope. So anyways, it's a toxic attraction promo. Mandy says she's done with Wendy Chu, calls her a joke. Uh, and then the other two talk also. Uh, this was disconcerting. Mellow and Trick, they're in their barbershop, man. It's their safe space. It's their place to commiserate, hang out with their friends, and on top of all that, get a fresh haircut. Mm-hmm. But then this son of a bitch, Cameron Grimes, shows up. Hey, what's going on? I want a haircut, too. No, I just want to talk. And uh, so a lot of stuff is just said. The entire time, Mellow's like, man, this dude's stinking up my place, and Trick is about to pounce, too. And then Grimes says, I don't even want a haircut. And then he leaves. Mm-hmm. All they do is jaw back and forth about the North American championship yeah. and yeah. who's an A champion, who's just a champion, et cetera. Who's a title holder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Then so we who's get, this Giovanni Vinci person? It's probably Fabian Eichner. <gasps> Shh. 
shit. You're probably right, huh? Wow. Hey, he's gonna be a good looking guy. They got he's got a fashion, he's like an Italian uh uh fashion rich person. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So he'll look cool. He'll have like some cool suits on whatever NXT salary he gets. Yeah. Or they'll pull some off the rack in a wardrobe. <laughs> he'll go to he'll go to the Orlando equivalent of Frankenstein's and pick up some bootleg Versace. Men's warehouse stuff or something like that. <laughs> men's yeah, men's warehouse. It's not even bootleg Gucci. No. <laughs> it's bootleg men's warehouse. Yep. Uh, then we had our main event, Braun Breaker versus Duke Hudson. Before the match began, Joe Gacy has a promo. He tells the Druids, you've done a fabulous job tonight. We're getting to Braun during this match. We'll make sure of it. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, predictably during the match, Gacy and the Druids, who are definitely grizzled young veterans, are standing <laughs> up on that platform in the crowd. Uh, at one point, Duke shoves Braun off the top rope. He tumbles the floor at the feet of the Druids. Braun clotheslines later on himself and Duke out of the ring. He puts Duke back in, and uh, he's like right face-to-face the Druids. He just lays them out. Mm-hmm. And when he gets back in the ring, Duke has a chair now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Braun gets the chair from Duke. He fights off the Druids and Gacy, and then kind of impulsively, because I think uh, uh, Duke grabbed and tried to turn him around, he just blasts Duke with the chair. He loses by DQ. And Joe's on the floor and says, Braun, you can't control your impulses. Yeah, yeah. The way he dispatched the druids was pretty hilarious because, like, a bunch of dudes stumbling around in druids outfits are is just really silly. So, anyways, it, it was a bunch of goofiness. Anyways, let's go ahead and answer some questions. Hey, good job speed running that. We did yeah, pretty we did good like Consi- considering how much we had. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think fifteen minutes for a two-hour show is a, is a reasonable speed run. Yeah, <laughs> I think I I agree with that. All right, let's take a look here. Uh, we got a couple of questions here on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, Silk and Rose says, um, if Brandy went back to WWE, do you think they'll, uh, Brandy Rhodes goes back to WWE, do you think they'll keep her current name or they call her Eden Styles? No, man, he's got the most complex contract in the history of WWE, so it's going to be Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, I'm happy you, you, you specified Brandy Rhodes. I thought you'd talk about Brandy from Storage Wars at first. Wow. <laughs> Have you been watching that recently? <laughs> no. Jared and Brandy go to uh, go back go back to WWE. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I love that's where you, your mind went. Um, David Matushek says, uh, considering that Justin Roberts is nicknamed the Dapper Yapper, mm-hmm. which other announcers would you give nicknames to, and what would they be? Would you give well the Fink? He's already got a nickname, isn't it? They call him Howard Finkel, the Fink. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about um, uh, what's, what's his name? Mike Mike Rome in WWE. Uh, yeah, Mike Rome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a nickname, Tom Mike. That's right. Yeah, Jericho gave him that. What about yeah. um, uh, uh, Jillian Garcia? Oh, Lou says we forgot about the level up lowdown. While we while I think about the, this answer, let's go to the level up lowdown, Steve, before we answer your question. Time for the level up lowdown from the Enforcer. Hey, friendos, how's it going? It's the Enforcer here with another edition of the review show nobody asked for, but you're going to get it anyway. It's time for the level up lowdown. First one up is Javier Bernal versus the debuting Bryson Montana. Bryson Montana is from Texas. Uh, Bryson was the last man standing in the Ivy Nile 
challenge a couple weeks ago on 2.0. Comes out wearing a weighted vest. He's got a real good build on him. A commentary puts over the fact that both of these competitors are former high school football players. Uh, Bryson in the middle of the match does a kip up and a cartwheel. Shout out to the kip up and Jack cartwheel. Um, Bryson gets Bernal into a version of a torture rack, but only has him on one shoulder. So he's got him on one shoulder, head this way, feet this way, trying to like work him, seeing what's going on with that. He gets out of it into an atomic drop and then level ups favorite finishing or not finishing maneuver, but just maneuver in general, which is the side Russian leg sweep. Okay. And the match of the week on level up is this one. Ulyssa Leone, one half of the Pan American Connection, going up against Ivy Nile. Uh, this is a rematch from back in November of last year. Ivy Nile starts off by using her strength and keeping the match uh, map-based for the good uh, portion of the beginning. Ulyssa tries to force Nile into the corner, but comes up about two feet short. little bit of a botch, but they recover quickly on that one. Uh, Niall uh, then gains control and quickly works over the shoulder. Leon then gets advantage in the match, basically using this um, being a rematch, the tape that she studied from the match before, to really give Ivy Nile the best match that I have seen Ivy put on while she's been in 2.0. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, this is yeah, saying this is the first time that I've seen Ivy really uh, look stunned. Like there was a moment where um, where Ivy looked, you know, was taking a lot of uh, um, offense from uh, Leon here. Uh, one cool thing, Leon got uh, Ivy into a cravat quickly. Ivy worked herself into a cravat, double cravat into a double neck breaker. Ivy brings the action down. They both take the bump. Good stuff here. Digging this one here. Um, Ivy gets a flurry of kicks in afterwards after that uh, to gain advantage into a two count. Uh, Ulyssa goes for a slam but gets a two out of it. But then Ivy gets her finisher, the Dragon Sleeper, on immediately uh, um, after the two count. Basically just rolls right on over into that maneuver. Taps quick. Good match. Uh, I did put on my Twitter the link to this one on YouTube if someone wants to check it out. Three-minute clip. Really worth checking out. Last match here, Josh Briggs against Quincy Elliott. I will say this. The main thing that I got out of this one is that Quincy Elliott loves to grind on opponents. All right? He'll grind on opponents. When they're down, he'll do on, go get his grinding going on. So that's his gimmick. He loves to grind. All right? Um, just going down the stretch, Quincy misses a bonsai bomb in, from the second rope. Briggs starts swinging on Quincy, trying to chop down the big tree. Big boot. To a sidewalk slam, works it into a big lariat for the one, the two, and the three. So, with all that being said, I am done with my level up lowdown. Steve Larson, hot tag, back to you guys. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Seemed like a compelling episode of the level up. Yes, thank you, Enforcer. Was he on it? I didn't even watch it. Was he on his couch this week? <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I still don't have a name for Jillian Garcia. Don't have anything. We we had all that time to think about it. We can't put nothing. We had five whole minutes. I know. Yeah, Lou says, "Wait, what?" Yeah, no, we don't show it here live, Lou. We I just toss it in in post production. I always forget about it. 
Dangam Q says, if The Way was still around and went to SmackDown, would Pat McAfee have made a reference to the song from Fastball? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But the thing is, if it was, if The Way showed up in AEW, that reference is too recent for JR to make. You wouldn't understand it. You understand you it wouldn't whatsoever. understand it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Pacific Caleb says, uh, I just recently saw the video that MVP posted a while ago where he was talking to an alligator and trying to recruit it to the Hurt Business. Whoa. I have I not seen that, that video. That sounds amazing, that. though. That sounds great. He says, what animals do you think should join what factions? The Jericho Appreciation Society. Oh, it'd Wizard. be a bear. Because this pro wrestling matches against bears. Oh, like Sports Center? That's the Sports Entertainment thing? Yeah, sure. Well, what are there any animals besides dragons that sort of go with wizards? Well, I guess dragons would be tops. I mean, they're not real, though. Yeah, I know. From what I understand, anyways. I yeah. don't know. They might have lived back in the day. You never know what happened back then. All sorts <laughs> of weird shit. Alex Foster <laughs> says, what's the next step you want in Legato versus Tony D? The end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the culmination, please. <laughs> yeah, and then please, another business meeting, why don't you? Yeah, I know, I know. Where their families merge, apparently, you know? Yeah, a conglomerate. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what I want. Mean. A conglomeration of a corporate merger and acquisition. Yeah, that's good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Pat, Don Wagner uh, mentioned this before AEW even went on the air. It says Wardlow is totally doing a moonsault off the top of the cage. Unless he wrote this while in an alternate universe. He says, power rank best big man top rope moves. Well, the best big man second rope move, of course, would be Sid. Uh, the Oof. next one would be Lesnar at well, WrestleMania. Did, did you, uh, I guess uh, uh, Big Show did an interview recently. He said in training with WCW, he was doing moonsaults off the top. That <gasps> That's not surprising. That guy was agile as fuck he for was his size. He super athletic, I know. Yeah, he was. He was. His drop kick was impressive yeah, back really then. Was. It really was. Back in like 95, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Xavier Gray says Tiffany Stratton or Roxanne Perez. Who do you think is going to win the tournament? Neither would shock me, but I, I'm leaning towards Roxanne. I think me you're too. right about that. Uh, he says, and who's going to go after which title? Which title? Well, I guess if you win the tournament, you get your choice going after the the women's title. I guess the tag titles. Now, I guess the question would be if Roxanne were to win, she already had a match against Mandy and lost. Oh, she can team up with Cora and go after the tag titles. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, Roxanne makes all the sense in the world because if Tiffany wins, like what? She, number one, she ain't got no friends besides Grace and Wall. It'd be a heel versus heel thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see here. Um, Steve Klein says, what's the wildest thing that can happen at double or nothing? Two words. Wyndham Rotunda. Mm, yeah. I was thinking about that. Maybe, maybe, maybe. That's yeah, all I, I guess all I got though. You got anything else? The wildest thing that could happen? Uh, power goes out and then they have to redo it the next day. Sure. Yeah. yeah like that's a, pretty wild. Like it in your house show. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, Roman Reigns shows up. Vince McMahon buys AEW. That's what. That's the wildest uh, thing. Uh, MJF comes uh, out before his match against Wardlow and says, "Wardlow, you're not going to face me. You're going to face the true master of the powerbomb, and it's Sid." 
<laughs> That'd be wild. Super wild. Yeah. Gargano and Candace showing up wouldn't be super wild. That'd be interesting, but not wild. Sid showing up would be wild. Oh, that's good. Peacemaker. Peacemaker shows up. Oh, that is a Warner property. Dun, 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 dun. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, tomorrow, 5 p.m. Pacific, Smash Zone. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.